0: Welcome, everyone, to the All Things Bible Podcast. This is our third episode in the series of The Armor of God, and we are finally going to dig into the elements today. Uh, We're going to talk about the belt of truth uh, and the breastplate of righteousness. We're going to discuss those two elements today uh, and really discuss why they're so important to the armor and why I think Paul lists them first. I think he strategically lists them first, um, and there's good reason for that. Um, and so we're going to look at the, the belt of truth and this breastplate of righteousness. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the historical context um, in terms of the Roman soldiers uh, and why this image uh, is used for this belt and this breastplate. Uh, but then we're, we're going to talk about the spiritual implications uh, for these two elements. So uh, let's dig in. I uh, hope you enjoy, and let's surround ourselves with all things Bible. So before we dig into the belt of truth, uh, let's kind of review what we've, we've talked about so far uh, in introducing this armor. Uh, this passage comes out of Ephesians t- chapter 6, uh, verses 10 through 17. Uh, and, and so we talked about um, verse 10 of Ephesians chapter 6. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And so those are the first three verses, uh, or four verses rather, 10, 11, 12, and 13. Uh, and we talked about being strong in the Lord. This is where our power comes from. This is where the power of the armor comes from. It comes from Yahweh God um, and in His power. Um, and then we see this call to actually put on the full armor. Uh, it's very important that we take note of that word full. Um, that, And as we'll see as we discuss the particular elements, the elements really start to rely on each other. Uh, and, and, and so we get this idea that they're all linked together um, and that we need the full armor to be able to stand um, against the devil's schemes as we see in verse 11. Uh, and in the last episode, we talked about verses uh, 12 and 13, uh, really who our struggle is against. And, and, and verse 12 is really about the why we have this armor, why we need this armor, and who this armor is defending against. Uh, It's really against, Paul comes right out and says, hey, it's not against flesh and blood. Our struggle, our battle is not against each other. It's not against other human beings that God created in his image. Rather, it's against the rulers, authorities, and powers of the dark world. Uh, It's Satan and his uh, rebellious angels, Satan and his rebels uh, that we're fighting against uh, and against the, the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Uh, And we talked about how Satan really wants us to think, he wants us to believe that our struggle is against each other, so we don't see uh, the deeper, darker secrets uh, that Paul and the truth exposes here, that our real, true enemy is not against each other, but rather it is the forces of evil uh, that are underlying our actions and our thoughts um, of us humans. Uh, And so, and then in verse 13, we see again a call to put on the full armor um, so that when that day of evil comes, when the day of trial, when the day of suffering, when the day of persecution comes, uh, we will be able to stand our ground. Uh, And so that's kind of a review, and then we're going to pick up in verse 14 uh, today. So let me just read verse 14, and then we'll kind of talk about it and get into these elements. Uh, So Ephesians chapter 6, verse 14, it says this. Stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place. And so we get this, we see these two uh, elements, the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness, so, so important to the armor. Uh, But even before that, uh, in verse 14, the first two words we see there is the word stand firm. Uh, It's kind of... Concluding or kind of exposing the truth that Paul just talked about, about uh, be, being able to stand your ground. Um, and, and so we see that this stand firm uh, is, is kind of the embodiment of what the armor is supposed to be. Uh, and so when I think of it, I think of when I think of a warrior going to battle, uh, there's offense and defense, right? The, the soldier defends himself and the soldier also attacks. Um, And we're going to talk about offense and defense a little bit. But really, what Paul is painting this picture of is this soldier just standing his ground. We just get this picture of a soldier standing there, um, not swaying any direction, but he's just standing firm right where he's at. Um, No matter the blows and the attacks that come his way, um, he is just standing his ground and he's not moving. And and I think that's very important, a very important concept when we talk about this armor. Um, It's not that we're going one way or another, uh, but it's just that we are standing our ground um, and and ready to defend with the armor that we have in God. Uh, And so we see this this we this call to stand firm, and then we finally get to the first element, which is the belt of truth. And there are so, so many cool uh, implications and little things about belt and truth and all of these different things. Uh, So so let's just dive into that. Uh, But before we get into any um, implications at all, let's just talk about what truth is. Uh, Because when we see the word truth, I think oftentimes we use it in a subjective way. Um, And truth is different for everybody. But there is only one truth uh, that the Bible talks about. Uh, and so to answer this question, to get a real good understanding of what this belt of truth is, we have to understand what truth is. Uh, we kind of have an idea of what a belt is, even in ancient times. Um, that's not too hard to comprehend. But the idea of truth can be um, if we're misguided by false truth. Uh, and, and so I think the best definition of, of truth that, that we can find is in John fourteen six, uh, when Jesus himself says, I am the way, the truth and the he says, I am the truth, uh, and, and so Jesus defines this truth as being Himself, um, and everything about Him. It's the gospel of truth. It's it's the crucifixion. It's the resurrection. The forgiveness of sins. Eternal life. All of that are truths um, that lie within the embodiment and the idea um, of Christ Jesus. And we also see that what that this truth, uh, this good news, what 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 Christ is. Uh, will also set us free. Uh, we see that in John 8:32 that the truth will set us free. Uh, and, and so this truth about Jesus gives us this, um, this idea of freedom um, from the bondage bondage of sin uh, and death, uh, and that this gift that we see in Ephesians 2, 8 is, is um, the gift of God, and that's eternal life. Uh, and so that's the truth that we have, is Jesus in uh, the message of the gospel, that... Um, is truth. Um, but what about the descriptions of truth? Um, we, we have different descriptions. And, and so right here, Paul describes the truth as a belt. Um, and, and these little descriptions and these little implications have, have a lot of details. Uh, so let's talk about that for just a second. Um, so let, let's notice that just the idea of truth Is mentioned first. Uh, The belt of truth. Truth is is the first element mentioned. Um, And this is so, so important. Uh, Because without knowledge of truth, without knowing what the truth is, uh, the rest of the armor is completely useless. Uh, Without having the foundation of truth, uh, the rest of the armor falls apart. Um, And and this is really why it's most likely described as a belt. Uh, Because a Roman soldier's belt uh, was really not a fashion statement. Um, It had a very specific purpose, um, and that's what it was used for. Uh, For one, the belt um, held up the garments underneath, kind of like we do today, hold up our pants or shorts or whatever. Um, And and so we get this idea of this image of truth um, holding up uh, and being the foundation for all the other pieces um, of the armor that we will continue to read about. Um, Truth is the foundation The truth of Jesus Christ is the foundation in which we build upon um, and on which we increase our faith. Uh, Here, um, it's presented as the foundation for which we guard and build to defend against the forces of evil. We have to come back to this foundation. We have to come back to Jesus Christ to be able to defend defend against Satan's schemes um, and, and the evil forces that are in the world. Um, And so whenever we get doubts of of why God and and why this, and we start start doubting our faith, um, that's maybe a day when evil comes. And that's why we can come back to the truth uh, to be sure and to reassure ourselves uh, and to get rid of the doubts uh, that creep in. Uh, But the belt also had another use um, for the Roman soldier, um, and it held the soldier's weapons. Uh, and, and most of the time it was a sword that the soldier would carry. Uh, and, and, and so the belt held the soldier's sword in battle. And it's interesting because Paul, later on in this armor, will mention a sword. And he says that the sword, it's a sword of the spirit, and he says, which is also the word of God. And so in the spiritual armor, it's very interesting. In the spiritual armor, the belt of truth holds the sword of the spirit. Um, or the sword of the Word of God. And so we get this analogy, this metaphor of the belt holding up the Word of God. In other words, we have the truth being the foundation. in um, the Word of God that we, that we have and, and that we read uh, is being held by truth. It's being surrounded by truth and carried by truth. Uh, and that truth is the Word of God itself, and they, they go together. Um, and so that's so, so very interesting. Um, and so we also get this idea of, of buckling or, or strapping around the waist. Um, and, and this kind of gives this impression of security um, and, and firmness, um, that the truth uh, should never slip away from us. The truth should always be a part of us, um, always reminding us of the love and the, and the goodness of Jesus Christ. And, and the belt is placed around the waist, um, and which would be the center of our body. Uh, and, and this just simply implies that the truth should be at the center of our lives and the center of our minds, um, as, as we stand firm against the forces of evil in this world. Uh, and so, you know, we, we can go, we can talk about some more details, uh, but I want to get to the breastplate, uh, but you can just see that there are so many implications of truth and how important the truth is to this armor and how important truth is, um, in the, our spiritual armor as well in our spiritual lives, that we always need to come back to the truth uh, because without truth, without this foundation, uh, we have no uh, way of defending against the devil's schemes. Um, and so later in, uh, next in verse 14, we get this, uh, we, we see that it says with the breastplate of righteousness in place. Um, and, and the word breastplate is not one we use in our everyday vocabulary. Um, I wouldn't think, at least I don't. Uh, and so we need to kind of understand what the breastplate was for a Roman soldier. Uh, so a breastplate for a soldier um, was basically just a piece of armor that they wore over their chest, um, and it really just protected vital organs like the heart and the lungs, uh, those kinds of things. And the breastplate, interesting enough, um, was usually attached to the soldier's belt. That we just discussed. So, if the belt was tightly in place and it was buckled and it was there, um, the breastplate would uh, not slip off, and it it would be firm. However, if the belt was loose, then the breastplate would slip off, um, and you would be unprotected uh, in this way. And and so we see that even now, the breastplate and truth are so interconnected. Um, It's very interesting to think about. And so maybe we can start to see some spiritual implication here. Uh, But before we get to that, I just want to be clear on the fact that when when we see breastplate of righteousness, uh, when Paul talks about that, he's not speaking about um, us putting on a breastplate of our own righteousness. Um, But rather, it's it's the breastplate of the righteousness of God that he gives us and that we put on and we wear. Um, Paul says in the second letter to the Corinthians, uh, chapter 5, verse 21, he says, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, talking about Jesus, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. He's saying so that Christ died so that through him and in him we might become the righteousness of God. Not that we will become the righteousness of ourselves, um, but it's the righteousness of God uh, that we might be invited into and so it's the righteousness of god that makes up the breastplate and it's not our own if it were our own um then it would fail uh, it would fail miserably because of what romans three ten says no one is righteous not even one and so the fact that no one is even righteous uh can just completely expel the idea that it's the breastplate of our own righteousness uh, and so it has to be the righteousness of god that gives us the protection from evil to resist and defend against evil. Uh, so, so now going back to that spiritual relationship between the breastplate and, and the belt, uh, the belt holds that breastplate in, in place. So spiritually, the truth um, holds righteousness in place and allows for a stable foundation. Um, we can't have the righteousness of God without having um, the truth about Jesus Christ. Uh, if we don't have the truth, Uh, then we don't become the righteousness of God, and it uh, it fails, and the breastplate uh, falls off. And so, uh, you know, just as on a soldier, um, the breastplate is hooked. It's linked to the belt of truth, uh, and if that belt is firm and in place, the breastplate stays in place. Uh, But if that belt is is not built on the foundation of it, if it's wearing and tearing – Um, and and the belt is loose or or something like that, or it falls off, the breastplate goes with it. Um, And so the belt and breastplate, truth and righteousness, they just go hand in hand. Um, And and I think that's what Paul is trying to express right here, Uh, that truth is the foundation of which we build upon, and 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 the righteousness of God protects our inmost being. Um, It's where the soul resides expressively. It's where the heart is. It's where our emotions are. It's our inmost being where the breastplate protects. Um, and so the truth and breastplate go hand in hand together uh, with truth and righteousness. And so I hope this has been a little helpful for you. Uh, we're only going to talk about two. Um, next time we'll, we'll get started with the, the feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. So oh, I love that one. Uh, so there's so many implications there. So we're going to talk about that next time uh so but i hope this is helpful for you in your study um so let's re- always remember to put on the full armor of god always reading these elements and, and talking about them we, c- we can't forget why we're using it uh and and why we're we're putting it on spiritually and who we're fighting against always important to remember that uh, so i thank you very much guys for listening um, god bless and always remember to surround yourself With all things Bible.